Hello, everybody. This is Mike from the Confused Breakfast Podcast. If you've been with us from the beginning or maybe you're just joining, this is a special episode. This marks our two-year anniversary of the podcast and our 100th episode, so we had to do something special. We decided we wanted to do this in front of a sold-out live audience of our fans, and we did that, and we drank lots of whiskey at Cedar Ridge, and we had an absolute riot. We may have to do this again because it was fantastic. So this is a little different than our normal episodes. We go through the same thing we always do, but you're going to hear some audience laughing in the background and you're going to hear us really, really turned up. In fact, you definitely have to probably check out our YouTube channel and watch this because there is some hilarious stuff happening on stage. So thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoy it and we will be around for at least another hundred episodes, another two something years. Let's do this. Hello. All right. There's some left of this still. Just jam out. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast in front of a live, sold-out audience at Cedar Ridge Distillery. Yes. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement yeah. of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Uh-huh. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip in your dad's monster truck, picking a movie out by hand, and taking it home with you to watch. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two dudes who always carry their medical records around with them, Sean Pryor and AJ Vance. How the heck are ya? Got to. I keep it on an app in my phone. I've got it all. Yeah? I can do it this all. Is, this is my medical record right yeah. here. <laughs> Just an albuterol. That's all you need to know about me. We know me. everything we need to know about I don't Sean. take stairs very good. <laughs> I don't do things very good. You guys, thank you so much for coming out. This is awesome. Holy hell. This is seriously so cool. Thank you guys so there much. There are people from out of this state here. I can't believe that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of weird. Uh, it's weird, but it's cool. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Uh, and you guys are awesome. So We didn't know from day one, I'm like, let's do a podcast. And Sean's like, I'm in only if we do a live show. And I'm like, a live podcast? Why would we ever do that? And he's Ridiculous. like, we'll do it. I promise. We have to do it. And we have to do it at Cedar Ridge. That's what I said from right. day one. <laughs> he said that. That Cedar was Ridge verbatim. And I, it's, we're, ha- we're proud to announce this is our last episode ever, you guys. Yeah, we did thank what you we guys. came to achieve. Thank you. Thank you there so it much. Is. Well, everybody, on this episode, we discuss everyone's favorite guilty pleasure movie, a movie that taught us all that pain don't hurt. Yeah. A movie okay. that likely gave every young boy his first look at a pair of boobs. Oh. A movie that we purposely saved to be our 100th episode, one of the most enjoyably bad movies ever made. We are, of course, talking about 1989's Roadhouse. Oh, yeah! <laughs> that's pumping real loud in their ears and I want to roll out in mine. So in order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, let's start with you. Tell us the first time you saw the movie what your nostalgic rating is. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I'm kind of just vibing. I was still feeling the, the music beforehand. I like uh, it. I like it. No, I, I think honestly, like, like watching this movie the first time, I, I have to say, I, think I, I watched this late in life and I was drinking... 
it, my brother and I were, were making vodka lemonades and decided to make a drinking game to this. And we, we came up with about 10 rules to this movie. Jeez. 10 rules. And then we realized we only needed about three when you talk about <laughs> broken glass boobs and Patrick Swayze's hair. Yeah. So, so we're just like, okay, well... Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll maybe we'll dial it back the next time. Uh, fun ensued, obviously, and since then, I can't tell you how many times I've watched this movie. I have some of the like fondest memories. Actually, are just like sitting in a buddy's room, just hanging out and watching this movie and drinking beers or something. And it's it's a funny, hilarious movie. Is it nostalgically good? though? Let's hear that. Okay, rate. that's good. That's a good point. Let, let's <laughs> nostalgically, you've seen it modern. Let's talk nostalgic here. So there's boobies, man. Oh, ten. Yeah, ten. yeah. AJ's first ten. Yes. No, uh, no. That'd be like, like nostalgically, I would probably have to call this. Like, I'm gonna give it a, a nice solid six point nine, oh. bro. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Six point yeah. nine. Sean, what about you, man? Uh kind of similar. I went to this late in life. Uh I was I don't know, maybe twenty-two when I first saw this movie. Uh and I think this is the only way that you can watch this movie is in a backyard in your friend's house. Maybe his name's Nick Barrett, maybe he's here, I don't know. Um <laughs> But you play the drinking game to watch this, and that's really the only way to watch it unless you're covering it on a podcast. Um, and so then I, I got to, it's the experience along with it. So I got to say, it was a really good time though. So, ah, shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, I'm going to say an eight. 8.0 okay. for Sean, you guys. Uh, Solid. I've never seen this. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, right. Are you yeah. kidding me? He, Everyone is. If you would have done house. this, if you would have, if you would have stolen this moment, <laughs> you guys, I've still never seen this movie. No, I've oh. seen this movie. That maybe more than, maybe more than Rad or Airborne. This is probably one of the most uh, like movies I've seen the most. It was always on TBS or TNT or USA or whatever. Yes. And I don't think I ever watched it all the way through. It was always like, oh, there's the scene where the bar fight is. Yep. Oh, there's another bar fight, but that's a different bar fight. Is that before or after? I don't know. You would always catch little glimpses of it on television. Uh, but then, like, I think in college is when we finally, like, sat through, watched it all the way through. Always. Nostalgically for me, I'm probably a 7.5 okay. nostalgically. Okay. We do have an executive producer, David Gould. David uh, Gould. One. He says, I can't remember if it was USA, TNT, or TBS. I can't remember how old I was, nor the time of year, but I can remember who showed me the cinematic masterpiece of Roadhouse, my mother, Deb Gould. She had two gentlemen of her proverbial hall pass, the first of which being country music legend George Strait, and the other is the silver fox himself, Sam Elliott. <laughs> Watching this movie, I would not only enjoy what was happening on the screen, but my mother's commentary as she would mutter things like, there he is. <laughs> Which is, to, oh. spoilers, that's what there I did. That's I what can I see him too. Yeah, he's right there. Yep. Oh. Uh, and, and, and spoilers, this is the part when he dies. <laughs> Roadhouse is a movie perfect for its time, action, sex appeal, and love ballads by Patrick Swayze. My nostalgic rating would have to be a 6.3. So that takes us as a group okay. nostalgic rating to 6.9. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, dude. Which, we nailed it. <laughs> we don't even need to do this episode anymore. Let's just keep it there. there which, it is. which is slightly less than Ghostbusters, slightly better than Karate Kid is where we're nostalgically Slightly playing. better? <laughs> this, is, this movie nostalgically is slightly better than Karate Kid. I feel like that's wrong. Oh, well, no. It is a thing. <laughs> Right so, on. So, much. <laughs> so next, it's time to learn all the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. Let's hear it, man. Okay. So when we started this podcast, I told you guys, I told you guys that I've been trying to find the people that I can tell movies about to I know. Uh, forever. And I've, it's just been me alone in my basement for until I, until I met you guys, really. And so in order to properly do this information, I need to change real quick. So please do some banter. Please do oh. some banter. So anyways, there I was, walking down the street, right? And I, and, and I, then I says, well, this isn't mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now, guys. There's a thing. I actually feel like we should just make it really awkward and I not say anything. And just see what in the hell. Sean did not tell us. what We rehearsed this whole thing. Do you have a cricket button? No. No? What? Okay. Yeah. Hello. Hello, I'm Sean Pryor. He brought his trench coat. This was $9. At Uncle Stan's Military Supply in Marion, Iowa. That's where you go to get trench coats. I had a $40 one in my hand as I was walking around. I'm like, you know what? I'm sure there's cheaper ones. I don't know if I can justify spending $40 on a trench coat unless I'm going to do some violence. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay, calm down. All right. This so pertinent weird. details, right? This is where we're going in? Yep, right, yep, cool. yep. Produced by... Take produced, a breath. Take a breath. It's okay. Produced by oh, oh, Joel Silver. Joel Silver, baby. Story by R. Lance Hill, um, and his name is David Lee Henry on the. So it's a serial killer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, written by Hillary Hankin, Oscar nominated for the movie Wag the Dog. Anybody? I've anybody? Heard of it? And um, I won't tell you if I've watched it or not. Okay. Cinematography by the great Dean Cundey, uh, Mike. Halloween. Yeah. He did Halloween, and he did Jurassic Park. Wow. Just so everyone knows. This is great. Music by Michael Kamen. He also did Die Hard, Last Action Hero, The Iron Giant, X-Men, Band of Brothers, even. What a lineup. He's, he's killing it. Um, I don't know how you, out, you, you get outshined with that stacked of credits by Jeff Healy, but you do. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Um, here we go. Directed by Rowdy Harrington. He also did Jack's Back and some episodes of Tales from the Crypt. That's about it. Cast. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott, Ben Gazzara, Marshall Teague, Julia Michaels, Red West, Sunshine Parker, Jeff Healy, Kevin Teague, Terry Funk, and Keith David. The producers of the film wanted to make a Western, so they sought writers. Like Cool Hand Luke? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm taking a drink. You're the best. I can't do that. I can't do this. Take, yeah, dude, you got, they got to get hot in that trench coat. Just take a breather, man. Go it's slow. very hot. I know. It's very hot. Um, <laughs> He's burning up. Where the hell was I? The producers of the film wanted to make a Western, so they sought writers and found Lance Hill. Hillary Hankin was brought in as a primary writer because she had the most prowess of the two. The movie is supposedly based on a true story, but the only corroboration I could find is that the writers heard a story about a town villain, essentially, that was killed in plain sight and no one saw a thing. No one saw a thing. I didn't see anything. Do you see anything, Sean? I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything, Mike. Did you see anything, AJ? <laughs> How about you? Polar bear film. Polar bear film. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll get there. No, we'll get there. That's the end. We'll get Annette there. Benning was all originally cast as Doc, but was fired because Swayze didn't think they had enough chemistry. That's so weird to Annette me. Annette Benning. Annette Benning as Doc. I couldn't have. Where was she at in her career at that point? I mean, probably Great Outdoors-ish area. Okay. You know? I mean, come on. That's, that's her, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, her. yeah, for sure. Uh, due I to couldn't knee, have pictured it. Due to knee injury he sustained during filming, Patrick Swayze turned down the roles of Gabriel Cash in Tango and Cash and Mike Harrington in Predator 2. He chose to make Ghost Oof. as his follow-up instead as it was a less physically strenuous role. Yeah. The knee injury... Ended up being a blessing in disguise as Ghost ended up being a big hit and received critical acclaim. Tango and Cash was a box office flop, and so was Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Roadhouse, yeah. Well, Roadhouse was a flop, but, I mean, It, cool. it garnered its So fans. was Predator yeah, it 2. Got there. You know, it got I mean. there. It got there. The film began shooting in April of 1988, and despite taking place in Missouri, the film was shot in Newhall, Valencia, and Canyon County, California. Roadhouse wrapped in June 1988 and was released May 19, 1989. On a budget of $15 million, the film made $61.6 million, garnered a sequel that no one knows about, <laughs> and yet to be released remake starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor. Wow. Okay, time out. Are you going to watch this remake? Like, are we happy about this oh, or no? Oh, 100%. Who is Conor McGregor? Is he, like, is he the main guy? Is he the... The Wade Garrett, who is, who are the characters? I, he, I assume he's probably like the Jimmy. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal has to be Dalton, obviously. Yeah. Oh. Weird. Right? Can we not do that? I don't who's like a, Who's this. a Jake Gyllenhaal fan? I don't like this. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One guy. There's 400 people in this room, you guys. We sold this place out. Terry is a fan. <laughs> Terry Good. Is a fan. Good. Terry Funk. Okay. Yeah, all right. Was that uh, all you got, Sean? That's all I got. I'm taking this off. Okay. <laughs> trench. Everybody give it up for Trench give Coat it up over for here. Trench Fryer. I, I got to be honest, I expected it. When I picture you in a trench coat, I think it's tailing on the floor. Like yeah. it is really long. You're too tall for the child size. <laughs> oh, ask my girlfriend. I totally did matrix jumps in this coat <laughs> when I first bought it. Well, up next, we have AJ who does the research, gives us the critical and fan ratings of this movie. I'm expecting this is going to be awesome. Like I, tens all across the board. You can't set it up like that okay okay but uh, guys you know i've been waiting for this moment for so long we've all been waiting you know what it is well, you gotta have it because you want more of it put it in your glass and sip it the to tomato meter gross <laughs> and it is it is 37 percent oh no on so, the tomato meter so oh, no 37 on the tomato meter. That ties with all the movies we've done, 100 episodes now. Yeah, yeah. That is the tied for the 11th lowest with Hocus Pocus. <laughs> hey, started strong, and here we are. Well, that's where we started. And just for reference. Can you believe that? Just for reference, this is a 37. Bloodsport is a 40. <laughs> so Bloodsport is technically a better movie than this, per the critics. Look, if I had to put roundhouse kicks up against each other, I'd probably give it to Van Damme. Yeah, you're right. But do you know what other ninja movie was not as good as this, per don't say it. Don't, he's here. Don't say it. Three ninjas. Oh, 32. No. 32 for three ninjas. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> well, audiences agree at 66%. Uh, jokes, they don't. Uh, they don't agree. at 66% yeah. for audiences uh, and a 6.6 on IMDb. That ties with Great Outdoors, Heavyweights, and Mighty Ducks. 
the exact same rating if per I, fans. I feel like you just get progressively more aggressive through that, what you just said. <laughs> and now we're here at Roadhouse. And those are all good movies. We can, we can all agree on that, Good, right? bad movies. Good. Yeah, well, Great Outdoors is a yeah, masterpiece. There's master things in there. Continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we always start with some, some critics. Um, and so Tom Tunney at Empire gave this an 80. I love what he said. An immensely enjoyable slice of romanticized fisticuffs. This is a Western in every respect, except the Stetsons and the Six Guns. <laughs> you right. Okay. Um, you know I had to find for a special event. You we got had to, to bring in Rajiv. Rajiv. Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. He gave this a 63 out of 100. And uh, he said... It's <laughs> pretty good. It's not bad. I'm That's surprised. good. That's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Um... <laughs> 63 out of 100. Roadhouse exists right on the edge between the good bad movie and the merely bad. I hesitate to recommend it because so much depends on the ironic vision of the viewer. This is not a good movie. <laughs> but, 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 but viewed in the right frame of mind. In the backyard of your friend's house with beers. <laughs> right? Come on now. You might be right. It is not a boring one either. Okay. And I think you're right. That's there, good. Raj. I like that from him. He's very honest, and I think he could have trashed it, but he was also like, if you're in the right frame of mind, go ahead and give it a shot. Give it a shot. Why not? Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I found so many things that I just wanted to read to you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start I'm going to start with some bad, uh, because this is, this is a little bit of a longer one, but bear with me, okay? It's simply titled, Redneck Movie. Mm. <laughs> Said, said Cardinal Dude, 2003. That's how I have to pronounce it. Cardinal Dude. <laughs> Cardinal Dude. He must be a Cardinals fan. Uh, if you enjoy monster truck rallies, yep. think pro wrestling is real, yep. have an IQ under 70, yep. or think you were Bruce Lee, yeah. and you, then you may enjoy this movie. Okay. <laughs> may, you may enjoy you it. May. <laughs> He's still not sure. It checks out. Uh, <laughs> otherwise... <laughs> Don't waste your time. Oh. Swayze is the best cooler in the business, who also is a philosophy major and is hired to be the bouncer at a bar with more fighting than drinking. Sam Elliott, an actor who I normally like, and for some reason he is in this swill, is his mentor bouncer friend. Very typically, local evil businessman sends a bunch of thugs and henchmen <laughs> to beat him up so he can buy the place. I think that's right. Is that, but, okay, never mind, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get there. Lynch is in the movie uh, for window dressing and the hot babe falls for the tough guy role. Very predictable, mindless violence. That's how I spelled it. Mindless. Action movie that is very bad. Rating? I don't, I don't I, think you can, that's, that's a one out of 10. One out of 10. Yeah. And I don't think you can just end, I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a cop out to end a rating you said all this stuff, and then you're like, it's a bad movie. Okay. Well, you could have just said that, and we couldn't have wasted all the, these people's times. See, that's the thing. So, that's the thing with these I ratings. I'm just, I just don't understand. It's like, why do you take the time out of your day yeah. to warn people? <laughs> that, that hour and a half was a waste of my time. I'm going to waste 20 more minutes. <laughs> it's not even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go on the good side, because I feel like the, I feel like the 10 out of 10s are going to be better than the 1 out of 10s. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so I'm going to go with 10 out of 10, When Bouncers Were Bouncers by Gavin Plarkin. <laughs> Plarkin? Plarkin. Or it's P. That's Larkin. That's a made-up name. I hope so. Uh, for his sake. Um, what a great story about a bouncer who somehow becomes so famous he was known from state to state. Pre-internet. <laughs> I've been in the industry for 18 years, and I have a hard time remembering the names of the guys at my door. We need more guys like Dalton. I wish I worked in the 80s. <laughs> Man, so you're like Dalton? Oh. We don't know. Okay, we don't know. We assume. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to have to narrow this down because otherwise it's just going to be... Okay, here we, we go. We could just do this all night. I know, I'm fine with it. <laughs> This is our episode, is just reading online reviews. I love it. <laughs> it's probably better than Surprise. us. Surprise! Uh, 10 out of 10, perfect. Yep. Okay. Said uh, Nader Drump. At, uh, what the, what's going on? I don't know. I just like to say their names. You, it's kind of fun. You made these names up, and you wrote these. It's kind of a fun exercise. All right. When you have to All read right. their name the way they, you think they want it read. Uh, <laughs> it's perfect. But watch on DVD, not on TV. It is censored on TV. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> I know. This film is just perfect. It's the best action romance movie I've seen so far. Just go watch it. Trust me. It's so good and perfect for me. <laughs> you're, you're fading into Trump uh, like you're talking. That's your Trump impersonation. You were fading it's, into that. So Did good. you hear that? It's, it's the like, best it's, action romance. It's the best. Watch it. Trust me. I know. I've seen a lot of action movies. Tens of thousands. Believe me. <laughs> Did you hear that? He was going, he was going into that. Come on. I'm sorry. It's the best. Uh, <laughs> every scene is memorable. This next part's very Trump. Uh, every scene is memorable, and the chicks are thin and cool. <laughs> Thin and cool. Like my cigarettes. Uh, the, the movie is an action bonanza with good music and better slender ladies. What? Can't stop talking about it. Love the chicks and their B and C cups. <laughs> there is porn. You can go watch porn all day. This guy, this guy watches Roadhouse. It's, it's set at a very specific point for his, for his VHS player. Okay, guys, I'm going to finish this up with a, another 10 out of 10 because it's just a great list about what we're probably going to cover anyways, right? And this is entitled, I see you found my trophy room, Dalton. <laughs> the only thing missing is your ass. Notes and observations. Uh, four fights only five minutes into the movie. Shirts are not required at the double deuce. Dalton can be a first or a last name. Opinions vary. <laughs> no matter what, the band plays on. It's yes. True. Dalton doesn't fly. It's too dangerous. Yep. <laughs> Dalton doesn't drink, watch TV, or wear underwear. Red West ironically plays a guy named Red. It's awesome. It's dope. Uh, many people think Dalton would be bigger. Pain don't hurt. Found that Very out. Very true. It does uh, not. Thank you. Yep, see? It saves time to carry your medical records around with you. The town of Jasper has a photo mat, thanks to Brad Wesley. And uh, Sam Elliott is the world's coolest guy. 100%. Life lessons right there from, from a man. I'm going to clap for that. It is. 
Oh man, we got to take a quick breather from this action of Roadhouse to tell you about our sponsor, Felix Gray Glasses. They've been with us for a while now, and we are absolutely loving their support of the podcast, and we're just loving their products. I We were just recently in LA, as you heard about, and I forgot my glasses. Like It wasn't the thing I thought to pack. I just was in a rush. I had all this stuff going on, and I forgot my prescription Felix Grays that I always wear when I take my contacts out. And I was just laying in my hotel bed, watching my phone, watching some Netflix like I always do. And man, like I could just feel, I just felt different that I knew that like my eyes were starting to hurt. And then I didn't sleep good that night. And remember, this is all like personal testimony. Uh, they There's plenty of studies out there that talk about the negative effects of blue light on your eyeballs, which are on the screens and the phones and everything we do. Uh, but I swear to you, since I've been wearing these glasses, uh, I've been sleeping better. I'm not getting random headaches. I can tell that these glasses are working and they're amazing because they're actually stylish. They're actually good quality. You will. Ke- I've had mine for over a year now and they are fantastic shape. I don't see myself having to get a new pair like, like you buy the ones in Walgreens or whatever and they're 10 bucks and they're going to break the next day. So you got to check out our friends at Felix Gray Glasses. Blue light is all around us. It's never going away. There are harmful effects of this stuff on our eyeballs. Uh, so you get your Felix Gray glasses, you can get prescription, non-prescription, and you can pick your frame, pick your color, and then they're going to be protecting you as you go. So you have to try them. You go to felixgrayglasses.com slash confused. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash confused. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. Uh, reach out to us. We'll tell you which brand, which which uh, models we use and what colors and what we like. So check them out and back to the show. All right, everybody. It's Saturday night. What do you say? We fill our wallets with some money. We grab our ladies. We head on down to the Double Deuce for some Miller Genuine Draft bottles. Oh, God. Sounds like a really respectable establishment that is safe and clean. I also heard there's a great band with a guitar player who plays pretty good for a blind white boy. Yeah. <laughs> we got to check that out, right? Yeah, I got to see Let's go. This. Here we go. Woo! All right, so the story opens at a fancy bar in New York City. Frank Tillman has arrived to scout out a professional cooler named Dalton. Tillman watches him in action and offers him a job at his club in Jasper, Missouri called the Double Deuce. Dalton accepts, and after closing out his New York affairs, he makes the trip to Jasper, Missouri. Upon arrival, Dalton scopes out the poor state of affairs that the Double Deuce is in. Dalton buys a junker car, some tires, and rents a loft on a farm from Emmett's. Okay, I just want to know, what, what do you guys think the aesthetic of this movie is? Because Joel Silver produced this movie. And if you guys don't know who Joel Silver is, he produced a lot of movies in the 80s and like mid-90s leading up to that. Tons of them. Uh, Last Boy Scout, those kinds yeah, of movies. Lethal Everything. Weapon. We have a running joke where he just sniffs a line of cocaine and comes up with an idea. That's what, that's that's, what Joel Silver is. That's and what I he think does. That's, that's the Joel. That the aesthetic yeah, of this movie is just... Is just like really booze, rock and roll, and ass. We literally start on a shot of a woman's heels and then end on her ass right. to the double deuce. And then you. Well, it's not well, the double well, deuce. Well, the it, New York bar. It's the so that's New right, York that's bar. right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Of course. And this one's very well established. I think it's just called nice. bar. It's just called <laughs> bar. Yeah. It's just called the bar. Go uh, to bar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, right, right away, I am, I am in. Yeah, I'm in. You're in on this joint. Yeah, yeah. You're like, this is a hopping joint for you. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go. I'll yeah. do my patronage. My patronage. I'll tell you the one thing I don't miss at all watching these movies is smoking in bars. 
Like, like it always makes me go, oh God, like, but playing in a band for so many years, like you come home and your snare drum smells like it smoked 10 cigarettes like that (laughs) night and it's a drum. It doesn't smoke. It's not of the legal age. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not that old. I don't like, okay. So when we get to the double deuce, finally, we see that let's incorporate these two bars. Yeah. 24 year old me's like, fuck yeah. Like I want to go to this bar. Like I'll get in a fight. I don't care. I'm, I'm the guy, like when I was 24, we'd be driving down the road and we'd see a double deuce type place. I'm like, let's go. I yeah. want to go. There. Let's just go. Let's see what happens. 40 year old me with a three month old daughter now is like, ew, I don't want to go there. Why would anyone go there? Yeah, I want to better, stay at home and watch Netflix. I think there's a Bennigan's coming up. Let's take that exit. <laughs> let's uh, go see if they have Coors Light. It's exactly. Yeah. Oh, Maybe no. some Mickey Ultras. Yeah, please. Like, do you want to go to either of these bars? I want to go to neither of them. Right. Uh, you guys are insane. No, I want to go to the first one. I want to be around where there's just like, like cool bands playing who want to be every member wants to be Stevie Ray Vaughan apparently <laughs> and like I want to go there and I want to like I want to throw down because I love hearing like oh how about some gold plastic <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like, $100 bill tips and it's just uh, like I want to work at this bar maybe did we see that guy's face is that a punchable can we are we are we there are you I, already there? I don't know because I haven't it's had up to one you. because everyone's face gets punched in this movie I can't choose one no, but you <laughs> no you get to punch the face uh, it's, it's up to you this time. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. Okay. We'll wait. I just, I, I know that you guys don't want to go to these bars. I think it'd be pretty fun, other than like just randomly kicking a girl's stool out from her bottom. That'd be fun. Her falling on. No, no, I'm not saying. Okay. I'm oh. not saying that would be fun. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, but it's just crazy. Like he's just like, yeah, I was a free country. I can kick. I can kick this random girl's thing off, off from on her butt. Well, she had a knife. She well, did. I didn't even know what happened here. Like, I watched this Nothing movie. Nothing happened. She, he's just like, you, hey, how about that? I can tell you about 800 times that the, I watched this movie. I tried to focus on what that guy and that girl were talking about. <laughs> Had to have been some sort of drugs, right? I don't know. Alimony. I don't know, guys. And it's just, <laughs> but you're just like, okay. And, and she, he kicks it out, and then, and then it's all over. But Dalton's there to break it up. That's true. I think it's time for you boys to leave, you know? Yeah. And, uh. And he fixes it all up. But my, my problem here, guys, is with Tillman. This is my thing. Tillman is the bad guy, right? Because No. He's, no. Well, no, he he's, he's got to be the bad guy. You think Tillman's the bad guy? He comes into this place in a limo, and then he walks in in this nice, like, suit, and he's, like, he's coercing Dalton into coming and being at his bar. Okay. That's it. He I mean, hated him either. Like we, this is how you present bad guys who want to present themselves <laughs> if, as good if guys. If that's the case, then these guys are bad guys. They pay to be here. <laughs> oh, shoot. Some of these guys flew and I just, took airport I don't, limo service. I, I just don't here. see the logic. Like, I, I don't know. We'll get there. I think he's a bad guy. So. I, don't, I don't know, man. I just think he's a bad guy. I, that's we'll weird. get there. But I, love this. I think his talking through his smile <laughs> may, may make you think that he's, just, he's always like, I need you. <laughs> well, yeah, I need you right like to now. Make it, I'd like I'll to. make I'll make you so much goddamn money right now. Yeah, he, he sounds he sounds like a Bond He's too villain seductive. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're just He's making seductive. my point for me. I got it, 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 yeah, okay. I got stuff to add to that later, okay. but I'm not quite right. ready to add to that. Well, yet. I do love this conversation though between him and Dalton, where it's just like you know he's casually sewing his self up, <laughs> and uh, and then. And then I guess he's like, all right. He's like, yeah, all right, we made a deal. This is a successful <laughs> job, right, for Dalton? We're assuming he... This is success. Yeah, we're assuming this is great. He doesn't have to fight all the time. Yeah, and... a, knife, a knife wound, and he gets to walk away, right? This yeah. is my question throughout the film, I if think. This is success. 
when is the job done? Yeah, it's when he says it is. <laughs> but, like, I don't, like, when is that point? I don't know. When, when he says. When he, when he you fucks get a the doctor? Dalton? Bandstand's all yours, Oscar. <laughs> like, he's like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, it that means, means what I'm, it means. That means I'm leaving. But here's the thing. I just love this. He's like, don't worry, I got your plane ticket right here. It's like, he's like no, I don't fly. It's too dangerous. It's like, are you sure? Because, I mean, statistically, it's safer <laughs> Let's break this than down. you driving. Could you, would you reconsider? Because I spent all this money on the ticket. I already prepaid I already, for it. I don't think I can get a refund on this ticket. Is that cool if you... Um, I got COVID okay. insurance. It's fine. I'll, we'll be able to cancel that, I'm sure. I just like the guy he throws out where, you know, he... He acts like he's going to fight him. Like, let's take it outside. Take it outside. You know? Rule number three. And then, like, his, him Two. and his buddy are like, uh, what are you guys, the seven dwarves? And they're like hulking, <laughs> huge men. Yeah. Just like, and like, no, we are not. They, no, they're not. No. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's Sean. a hell of a drug. Okay. And the 80s was just littered with it, <laughs> okay. apparently. I did not know that. I, I know. did not know that. I know. I have a major issue with Patrick Swayze. I used to think he was so cool. Yeah. Especially in this movie. However, modern day watch, like, yeah. let's analyze this movie. Patrick Swayze is listening to the band. Four four time, yeah. <laughs> he not he nods his head oh, up yeah. on two and four. He goes, doo, 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 doo. and it's emphasized but by his mullet. It's it it's you. No one does that. Everybody goes, doo, ka, doo, doo, ka. everyone goes down on two and four, not yeah. up. It's, what is the matter with you, it's, Patrick Swayze? It's, it's it's hairography, bro. Like you got to accentuate that mullet. I I had to like go take a shower after watching that. It was weird. Like this is gross. To wash then, off the off time. Th- yes. Then I got a theory here. I have a theory that Patrick Swayze Dalton is making this up as he goes, because like you know he asked for it. He asked for five k up front. And then he wants, what, 500 bucks a day? AJ, I'm going to need your calculator here. Okay, okay. Assuming he's going to work every day, why wouldn't you? It's a yeah. job in the yeah, bar, being yeah. a bouncer, no big deal. That's 15K a month. Yeah. So that means, let's say, assuming it's going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, yeah. He's going to keep milking this. Let's say six months. That's $95,000 in the 80s. And this guy's like, sounds fair. Sounds fair. And like... For real, what what is the what's an inflation on that? Five thousand like, dollars and eighty nine, I believe. Yes, right? eighty nine. And so that's almost that's just shy of twelve grand. Oh boy! So we're talking twelve we're talking grand a night, one hundred seventy five thousand dollars over six months. And I need another twelve hundred dollars every single night, and you cover all medical. Expenses. And here's where I think he's making it up because he's sewing himself up, and he's like, oh, and cover medical expenses. <laughs> and the guy goes, sure, because <laughs> because then he goes to the doc. Yeah, when he actually gets injured the next That's time. Right. So like, I think he's just kind of like, I don't know. So I guess he could reach his shoulder, but not his the inside of his rib. No, that's way too hard. I guess so. Well, he need we need to meet the love interest. We need a movie, for God's sake. <laughs> we need to make a movie out of this somehow. I don't know. We get there. He if we made it to the double deuce. We're at the double deuce. Well, he throws his keys to the guy from Weird Science, just so everyone knows. Just so everyone understands. Uh, what do Drink I know? Like a valet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just say I, I love that guy. Fats Domino, isn't that who it is? Yes. Yeah. It's yes. Fats Domino. Yeah, as a blues singer. A yeah. great little cameo that they just, I, maybe he needed some money. I don't know. I think that's bullshit. But anyway. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, yeah. He throws him the keys. Again, this is a successful job. Uh, for Dalton, and he's like, don't worry about it, I'll get there when I get there. It's like, I need a plan, guy. I need to know to some degree when you're going to show up. I need to plan for this a little bit. It's a 15-hour drive. It's a fi- 
Is he stopping at other bars to like evaluate yeah. other bouncers and right. see if there's some new techniques going on right. or what? Are you doing seminars along the way? Is this a? He's buying new karate pants that look like suits. Yeah, his, his karate gi business shirt. Wait, what's he eating on the way? He doesn't stop at gas stations to to spoil that perfect body. It's like he doesn't fly because it's too dangerous, but he eats gas station hot dogs. <laughs> My only threat is diabetes, <laughs> the silent killer. Oh, that's really uh, great. It's the only, only risk I'll take. Uh, no, uh, we're, we're here, though, and I think we can talk a little bit about the highlight of this movie, and that is Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. He is an absolute Give it up for Jeff Healy. badass of a man. Yes. Are you kidding me? When he is playing that guitar... And, like, with his band, that guy just shreds the entire... If it was not for Jeff Healy, I would be upset with this movie. Okay. I'm, I'm dead serious. I think I'm with you. He's one of the only people to, like, ever, like, actually humble Stevie Ray Vaughan on a stage. And, and we, he's playing in these, like, in this dive bar. And apparently there's, like, this is the worst it gets. He's been to Dayton. Been to Dayton, been to Cedar Rapids, been to Cedar Rapids, Cedar Falls. And I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've seen it. No, but he is he is a highlight though. Do you guys agree or disagree? Uh, he is a literal guitar masseuse. Yes. Like I know he has to play that way. I'm not making fun of his ailment. I will later, just so you know. It's, it is. <laughs> but he is playing on his lap. He's playing on his lap like a guitar masseuse. He's just like it's it's sensual. It's if there's anything <laughs> if there's anything like that's probably the most sensual part of this movie. It's it's not it's not Swayze and Lynch. It's 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 Healy and his guitar. He's fucking that guitar. Yeah, he is having hands with that guitar. <laughs> and so often we, we make fun of that in movies where they just like Wayne's World. Cassandra, they're just like, move your hands, just do whatever. <laughs> yes. We don't care. No one's looking at your hands, they're looking at your boobs in that dress. Like but with Jeff Healy, like in his band, they're they're they are, playing they're along, doing. and they're hitting the cymbals when they need to, and that's what I appreciate about that. Yeah. The only thing I don't appreciate is how high that guy's cymbals are. <laughs> they're, like, up here. He's... I... I don't... <laughs> you don't like that song? He's, he's got, like, chocks for the back of his ankles so he can lift himself up to get them. Like, what are we doing? You wouldn't understand. I wouldn't understand. You're not a drummer. Like no, Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike yep. has chalks. Can I ask you one of the things that I will do is I will watch the movie straight through and then I will go back with the closed captions on now, especially that I have a daughter. It's like, it's too loud. It's like it's on six. Yeah. <laughs> six is not loud, but it's too loud. So closed captions. Uh, the quote, you know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck. Oh, all right. Now, I'd like to analyze this. What do you think that means? Uh, I, I, I think, think it, you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck. Uh, like he'd be delivered in a, in a dump that's, truck. I think they want you to think that the stuff would go in the dump oh. truck and would fill it up. Uh, that's no, I that's what they, I was thinking. I think this that they, they're worked. big enough to arrive in a dump right. truck. Yeah, see. I'm confused. That's I think, what I think, too. I think he's got a load big enough. He may that's not. what you think, Sean. <laughs> like a load. That's what you think, Sean. Yes. Oh, yeah. You. Of course, I think that. <laughs> I teed that one. I'm up the for guy. You. <laughs> I'm the guy. Uh, Every, our families are here. I'm gonna say pussy and come. I'm just. I'm uh, sorry. I know that happens. <laughs> it happens. Did my daughter leave? <laughs> my so. daughter leave. Uh, again, though, 24 year old me is thinking like, 
I couldn't imagine living in this smelly, gross loft on a farm with, with no windows and like cows underneath me. 40-year-old me is like, that looks relaxing. That's what awesome. I'm saying, man. Can you, that that can looks you, beautiful. That can you imagine dope. that be Airbnb? Oh, <laughs> yes. like he all, would make a killing at Airbnb. Exactly. Maybe it's Verbo now. I haven't kept up with it. But like he would make a killing on Airbnb. There would be millennials flooding to Missouri. Oh, dude. he's Flooding to Missouri just like, oh, look at this background. <laughs> look <laughs> at this shit. It's a scenic background. We're here for the weekend. We're going to party. We're going to change the world tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. (laughs) On this river. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys don't do that when you get to Airbnbs? What? what, Party (laughs) Immediately take pictures of everything and say how better your life is than everybody else that's following you? The the only thing, they don't don't take their photo, though, the next day when they're like, oh, by the way, you have to clean it, take out the trash, you better scrub the floors, or else staying in hotels is way better. We're going to be pretty hungover. Here's here's me adding chemicals to the uh, hot tub we used last night to take care of it properly. Uh, Take a photo. Uh, <laughs> no, I think um, everything that's happening, though, in this scene, and it's like, yeah, like, Airbnb, dude, he'd be killing it right now. $100, that's a steal. But, like... What's the inflation on that? And, well, let's, uh, let's, let's take it back. Here. He's got a calculator hey, in that's his about head. Two, that's about $215. A month. A month. Done deal. That's, see, that's easy. What son. time of year in Jasper, Missouri, though? What you time know, like, of year? Know, we're in the fall. Pretty right. nice. Yeah. Open those windows up. Let that They're fall already breeze open, roll through, baby. <laughs> There are no windows. I just, no. I just need. I just need. I just need Emmett to stop speaking in riddles this whole time. <laughs> I love it. Like, everything is just like. Are you honest? It's like yes, sir. It's like you expect me to believe that? No, sir. It's like. It's like I don't. I don't get it half the time. He's like, you like horses? It's like, what does that mean? Because I just want to know what what you want. Well, you wouldn't try to steal them, would you? It's like I don't need a horse. <laughs> It's 1989. Okay. I just got here. I don't know why you have horses. I pulled up in my new car. <laughs> Which he didn't see, by the way. Because no. he's oh, confused yeah. later on. He's like, what? There's a car under here? He's like, well, I should have charged for parking. Oh. He's like, what? I like, Dang it. I like the way he saw it. He's like nature's fragrance. You know, like, shit, like, like Cormac McCarthy novels, you know. <laughs> I like it. I, I like that. I like Emmett. Do we like Emmett? I think Emmett's great. I like Emmett. He's a bad guy. You, lo- you look like Emmett. You're going to be Emmett in fifth, five. Five years. Five years. Five years. <laughs> Max. You said it. You said it. Fifty. I was just, no, five. I was just putting the th in. Uh, time out. You just said Emmett's a bad guy? Emmett's a bad guy, though. He's part of the, the, the fantastical four in this, isn't he? What is your deal? He's a bad guy. How is <laughs> Emmett a bad guy? Look, he's got the, are you, t- are you, I need, okay, I need a remix of this, like, trailer for all, like, the, the, the guys, all the business owners. That guy's got, like, those hay bale hooks. Those are, that's just a dead giveaway. He's got, oh, I'm just hooking things, and then I'm going to hook you. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's how what are you, it is. How are this is work? He's just working his ass off. Yeah, he's working on something. Okay. He's he did working some, on okay. He did something to piss off uh, Wesley, because Wesley's right. Flying his helicopter over, oh, pissing him off. He's, buzz, he's buzzing the tower of Emmett's place. <laughs> Try. <laughs> what an asshole. Buzzing the tower. He said, just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Wesley and Emmett should have their own like odd couple sitcom. It's like get the piss me you off. You some bitch. 
Man, you know, here we are at Cedar Ridge, and uh, they have been with us the longest of any of our sponsors. Um, We've been talking about them forever. You know this, but we knew when we were going to do this 100th episode and this special two-year anniversary, we knew we wanted it in front of a live studio audience, and we knew it had to be at Cedar Ridge. We had to bring all these amazing fans in to try this delicious whiskey for themselves, take tours, eat their food. The pizza is unreal here if you're looking for like a day trip to come have some lunch and do a whiskey tour and obviously the whiskey's unbelievable they're winning awards left and right they're the state of iowa's number one whiskey at this point and they will soon be your states you can be on the front line if you live out of state you go to that local distributor and you say hey confused breakfast tells me i gotta try cedar ridge bourbon i gotta try cedar ridge uh, american quintessential single mall i gotta try their collaboration with slipknot and get it and if they're like no we're not gonna get it then you go online to cedarridgewhiskey.com and you order it straight to your door please do this please support these guys for supporting us directly and like it's a treat let me tell you not only will you support them who supports us but you also get delicious whiskey and you're gonna love us forever please go to cedarridgewhiskey.com support these guys and let's get back to the show all right so scene two the next day tillman introduces dalton to the employees at the double deuce and dalton causes a stir by firing people and creating new rules in the bar that night a few brawls break out but dalton and his guys are able to handle them as a team after seeing them in action he fires steven for having sex in the storeroom and fires pat for stealing money the next morning after nearly colliding with brad wesley dalton befriends the auto parts owner named red so here's what I want to talk about. I love, I love Dalton's rules because like he was a little ahead of his time. The, the, the kill him with kindness thing, the be nice, that is literally like how you handled the internet in 2022. Oh, yeah. If, because everything's negative, everything's bad, confused breakfast sucks, they're so dumb. Everyone knows that the, the actor was in another movie and it's, it's wild. John Hughes would never say that about the Breakfast Club. And, and we just, just say, hey, thank go, you. Thanks, glad you like our podcast kind of a thing. Like he was ahead thank of his you. time yeah. with the be nice. It's like, well, when do we not be nice? You won't know. I will tell you. That is me. I'm the one that tells you guys when you can unleash fury on social media. Oh, it's yeah. True. You don't, I, I will tell you. I want that day to has know. yet to come, but goddamn, I'm seeing fire over there right now, and it's God. probably going to look a lot like that. Yeah. God, it, God help whoever it happens upon. But it also makes me, again, think that he still was making this up as he went along because he's making up these rules. He's like, rule number one, rule number two. Rule. Number one is never underestimate your opponent, which, by the way, the last time we saw him fight in New York, he's like, well, this fight's over. <laughs> the guy, there's a knife on the table that the guy grabs and stabs him when he turns his back. Like he's learning as he goes. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, I should change uh, rule that's number one from rule one now. I should change rule number one from just leave it when it's done to never underestimate your opponent. Like, what if that knife was a gun? I would be done. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that rhymes. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I didn't even good. mean that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> DJ Shawnee P, check me out. <laughs> How about, how about his goons, though? Like, oh, no. all the Wesley's goons start showing up. We start meeting them. He gets his goons from all over the place, man. And, like, that's probably my favorite thing. He's got goons, like, of all walks of life. You know, we haven't gotten the boon, but he even somehow picked him up from, like, uh, like Scooby-Doo. Like, <laughs> these guys from Scooby-Doo are just, like, coming through. And... <laughs> He, how'd he get the creeper from Scooby-Doo Dude, to be on his team? Is he an, pays big bucks. Uncanny resemblance. <laughs> it is too spot on. I didn't even look at that. You just sent it to me. And I was just like, oh, I'll just put that in there. 
I think his parents, that dude's parents in real life saw Scooby Doo and were like, yeah. "Let's try our hardest." They yeah. just like they like had like mental alchemy going on. Yeah. Like, let's try our hardest to uh, make a kid who looks just like the creeper. And I and don't know why a, they did that. And he'll be the perfect goon for later on. I just hate life. his dance moves. He's just like. Why did he pinch his cheek too? Because oh, he's so cute. He's just so cute. This guy cute. Ah, ah. <laughs> Do you want to go to one of Wesley's parties though? I think I'm in. Come on, oh, who doesn't want to go to Wesley's party? There is just people running around without their clothes on. Obviously, that seems like a great time. Everybody, not hint, hint, not right, hint, hint. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, can, can, I t- can we talk about like how he folds that dude's? table with his own head oh yeah like, as like the 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 he like lets the lady on the table to dance right and she's she's like oh, i'm dancing i'm dancing and the guy's like i'm i'm this is this scene right before yeah oh yeah. you mean this scene that's on the tv right now yeah like yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that we're just like oh yeah like yeah oh there's there's girls dancing and stuff i just I, the way he folds that dude's head is yeah. just insane to me but also he's like very charming to the lady he lets down off the table and i'm like actually you gotta get the fuck out of here too (laughs) because this is very strictly not allowed and i'm the cooler now yes so this is a moment in case you guys haven't heard our patreon episode uh we were just in los angeles and uh i was very tired you know like slept for three hours got on a plane they were already there and we hung out the whole day and then they're like we gotta go to a bar because my friends are there and so I was like, I'm really tired, but let's do it. And they're like, no, it's the coolest karaoke bar in L.A. And it was the worst karaoke <laughs> bar in L.A. And, in fact, it was so bad. It was the worst karaoke experience of my life. But the best part was I'm like, I'm going to do karaoke. I'm just going to rip this place apart. And so we yeah. do Just a Friend. And this scene reminds me because the minute it starts, I get up on a chair. And I'm like, let's go. And AJ's like, yeah. I'm dancing behind Mike. Like, I'm yeah, just filming. I'm like, all right, guys. And, and it was the same thing. They're like, get, get down. Get you down. Have you, have to, you have to stop down. getting down. It wasn't and I'm even, like, no. You said he's just. <laughs> and it wasn't even like people who worked at the bar. It was other patrons. They're like, you can't do that. Respect their chair. <laughs> when, when I watched that scene, I was sitting like, there. that was me and AJ. That was essentially your eighties version of me and fun. AJ in LA. <laughs> it was fun. Patrick Swayze wasn't there to break it up. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hit a button here. Okay. If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> everyone's pu- everyone's face about. gets punched in this movie. Here's Mike. the thing. This, the punchable face award is the guy that you get to punch. Like, I know they've all been punched. This may be the movie with the most punchable faces in it. I mean, you could go end to end, Quite on and moment. on. I think my guy is the nipple to nipple guy. The guy that the guy that's like <laughs> nipple to nipple. Yes. Like, I think that's my face. I think that's the guy I want to punch. When when the when the hot blonde walks up and he and he's like we can be nipple to nipple. See, I was thinking about that guy. Nipple. He get, he gets a bottle to his head. Uh, but but I want to be the you one to punch do it. him. Okay, because I was thinking it. I'm with you. I'm That's who that, you were thinking. I'm on. Yes, I was on that train. I'm on that train right now. I'm. I'm a, I agree. You normally have a different fella. I know. I think this is perfect, though. Okay. I think it's great. What about? I mean, the boot guy. What about the boot knife guy? No, like he's boot my. Knife he's guy. my least favorite no. goon. The the boob guy. Oh, the boob guy. Could be the boob the guy, guy who, that let the got the boob guy. Like or, all of them. Or, or, the guy who says you paid to play, so play, and he yes. throws the bottle. Yes. He's pretty awful too. Free bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all punchable. 
<laughs> there's a lot of punchable faces in this, but I think and you're right. It's, it's, How about you? Like, I, I, I kind of analyzed this probably way more than I should. You Thinking, said analyzed. Did I? You did. Well, you know. That's what I heard. I don't have headphones. Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Freudian swipe, whatever yep, they call yep. it. Uh, that's, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> we're having a good time. We're having a good time. Are we not having a good time? We're having a good time. It's it, it made, I, I kept thinking like, oh, hey, vodka rocks. How about you and I get <laughs> nipple to nipple? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it's like there wasn't any reference to anything she actually ordered to drink. There wasn't anything going on. But my favorite part is Terry Funk when he yes. when he sees that. He does. <laughs> How about when you get nibble nibble? He just goes. <laughs> he was he was Encino Man. He was Matt Wilson. He was Matt Wilson. Huh? Hey, I, at least he has respect. I mean, come on. Like, he has respect. That's for going on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. It's the best, dude. Like just to watch him, and then he just is ready for that dude. And that guy should be wearing that shirt in that bar, anyways. So he just needed to get ejected. It's fine, dude. Yeah, nipple to nipple is the punchable face. All right, punchable face. Yeah. Okay, that's we nailed it. it. <laughs> then you get the scene. I think this is the weirdest scene in the movie. You've got Dalton showing that he's a. Uh, He's a very cultured man, and he's doing his yoga tai chi. Uh, yes. And you get two varying reactions. You get Wesley pulling up on his three wheeler. By the way, very dangerous. <laughs> Those dangerous. are banned in Iowa right now, <laughs> so right? Banned right yeah. now. And he pulls up, and he's just like, "What a fucking weirdo!" <laughs> <laughs> like, but then, then you get Emmett, who's like very turned on. Yes. He's he's, he's like brushing the sweat off of me, like, oh, Dude, even I ain't never had a man like this in my place before. Boy, it's weird. Like he's like maybe he's like done this once before, and he's had like one kind of fat guy from like in town just needed to get away from his wife for a while or something like that. I assume that's Missouri. Um, Get it? They're south of us. Uh um, But like this is the first time he's like, wow, that ass though, that ass and those abs and those pecs, they're insane. Those gray sweatpants, am I right? Yeah, just he's got to get it too, Emmett. Let's go. I think he was. I think he was royally confused at this point, and not just because of the Mercedes in the garage. So. Yeah, right? He finds yeah. that and he's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Damn. I want to ride in that. <laughs> you wouldn't try to steal him, would you? <laughs> uh, you got anything else on scene two, boys? <laughs> no. I think I'm all right. All right. So let's move along to scene three. That night at the Double Deuce, Pat and his goons demand their jobs back because Pat is Wesley's nephew. A fight ensues and Dalton is injured. He goes to the ER and meets a beautiful young doctor, Elizabeth Clay. O'Connor and Tinker show up at Emmett's farm looking for Dalton and take him to Wesley's home where Wesley attempts to buy Dalton off. A few nights later, the bar has undergone the renovations Tillman planned. However, the place seems to be running out of alcohol rapidly. Dalton immediately realizes Wesley has interfered with the job. Uh, Paging doctor, hot doctor. Paging doctor, hot doctor. There's an attractive male patient in the ER. Paging, if you could look a little like dumbed down on your looks, that'd be great. Like, put some glasses on. Put some glasses on and <laughs> put your hair back in a ponytail. That'll do it. There we go. It's all solved, right? Looks better with the glasses. <laughs> I'm telling you. Paging Dr. Hot. Code, code red hot man. And it's like, it's just, uh, and he's got his shirt off. And it's like, so by the way, sir, you can uh, bu- buckle your pants. This is a torso <laughs> wound. Like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I just undo my pants. I just didn't know. <laughs> I wanted to be prepared. I came here like this. I don't know. Yeah, I just showed up. I came here like this. <laughs> Disheveled, you know? I was I trying bo- to... 
I blame this movie on a lot of things, me, for me personally. One, when I was in college and I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do, a lot of gen eds out there. I watched this movie, I was like, philosophy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was the worst class I've ever taken. Uh, it, I did not pass well, it. Well, if, you, uh, if you've really <laughs> taken Freudian, uh, if you take in the, the aspects of uh, Gal- Galileo, I don't know if they're philosophers or not. No. I, you know, like I a boy- navigator? Or <laughs> <laughs> yes. Magellan. Magellan. <laughs> <laughs> I do blame. Well, I, I do class because bl- th- this this is such a cliche. Like, oh, the super tough guy, but I take philosophy and I read books. Yeah, and I was right. like, that's me. <laughs> Which wow. none of those are true. I'm not a tough guy, and I don't read books or no philosophy. But you I'm watch like, Road that House. is me. You I talk Road about it with your two big friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, same thing. I watched 300, and I decided I was a Spartan warrior <laughs> yeah. that walked around with things. You I know, have like a beard. <laughs> I can be a Spartan. Where's my shield? And then the famous line, pain don't hurt. Pain, pain do you know don't what, hurt. Do you know what the definition of pain is? Pain, by the dictionary, is physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. Pain does hurt. So, so And English was not your degree, apparently. Hey, I don't know if you guys knew. Water ain't wet. <laughs> you know? Concrete ain't hard. If you didn't know. Uh, Concrete ain't hard. I'll tell uh, you another one. Tears don't fall. That's a bull of my Valentine song. Farts don't stink. They do not. Unbiased opinion. So this game is is say something that's not true, but very simply. I also heard that if you're in a forest and a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. No, tree don't fall. Tree don't fall. Tree don't fall. (laughs) Trees don't fall. Tree don't fall. Band name. Thank you. I, I, I think that's the best line in this movie. Like, that's the most be. iconic line in this it, movie. Well, okay, let's analyze. Can we analyze this? Pain don't hurt. But it does, though. Yes. And, and, right. he, and she staples him, and he's like... Yeah, he, he like flinches a little bit. Oh, weird, Dalton. I guess you just found out. If, if, you, were a, if you were a super hot doctor, and a very attractive man came in and said, pain don't hurt. Like, you're just like, oh, my God. I, I love you. No, <laughs> no, because you're down in Missouri. Oh, you're down in Missouri. You'd be just like, God, another one. <laughs> <laughs> but it does though like pain pain is what it is water is what it like physical that's what it suffering is. another crackhead coming on through <laughs> get him out of here oh uh, from the double deuce oh, okay oh yeah crazy. that makes sense oh yeah they're all hang out down there uh, <laughs> the, he calls so he calls uh we finally get the silver fox himself on the line here he calls wade garrett I love Sam Elliott. Yeah. I think this is the best looking Sam Elliott has ever been in a film, in my opinion. I think so. But 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 I don't like his character very much because he goes at the end they they, they end the phone call. He's on the phone, he goes, Stay cool, kid. I gotta go. See you later. Adios. Goodbye. Oscar Luisco. Like He says like five things. He's like an Iowa goodbye. He Here's the problem is that I actually didn't know when the actual line ended as you started saying that. That's all part Adios, of Adios, kid. Of it. See you later. Adios, kid. See you later. Gotta go. See you, mijo. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> all, uh, bye. Besides Kurt Russell in Escape from New York, Sam Elliott in this movie is who I want to look like no matter what. No, Just you, like a grizzled, well, you know, well. kind of a salt and pepper kind of thing, long hair. I'm getting there. I'll, I'll do it again. Um, it's it's going to be great. I think, like, this is the male peak is Sam Elliott. Sammy. And we still have him. Yeah. Give it up for Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Come on. The Silver Fox. The Silver Fox. That's not our words. He is. <laughs> that is Mrs. Gould's That's words. Mrs. Gould's words. The voice, the look, 
everything about him. Okay, question for our studio audience. If you could have one person narrate your life, is it Morgan Freeman or is it Sam Elliott? Sam. Sam. I think so. I think so. I think it's Sam. I think he can catch the tone, you know? Why is Carrie Ann in this movie? No, what, no, what is, what, what I point, heard an audible, ugh, what from point, the what point, Carrie Ann is the, I don't even know her actress name, I know she was in ER back in the day, because my mom used to watch it all the time, <laughs> but what, what is her role in this movie, other than to show up, to give us Dalton ass, yeah. we want Swayze ass at, at, at the beginning, right, right, and then to that. like sing once the bar is back into place, and they're like, didn't know Carrie Ann could sing, it's like, I didn't know that was her name. So it turns out, she actually had, uh, uh, FYI, this movie's original cut was like three hours long. Got to be. Like, if, and you need to know that, because Sam Elliott was way more prominent in it, Carrie Ann, that character was way more prominent in it. Like, a lot of characters, like, some of the bad guys had, like, real storylines. They, they went home to their wives, like, it's a tough right. day. Dalton came <laughs> to town. Yeah, no, this new guy, Dalton. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Dude, he, dro- he drove There's his monster. There's a new guy, Dalton, in town. He just, <laughs> Wesley know, drove his monster truck over ass. some guy's car. I just like, you know, you just got that monster truck. Why are you trying to mess it up? I don't know. I don't ever ask him about it. I just, I just do what he says. You, know? you got to be back tomorrow early. Yeah, we got to be back. We got to be tomorrow. back early tomorrow, Shit. I guess. We're, we're supposed to be holding guns, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's that or work at Red's Auto Parts store. I mean, what do you want from me, honey? I'm and trying they, to make money. And they just ransacked that place. Looked like Zool and the Ghostbusters ghost just went through that place. I don't know. <laughs> it's just they got ghosts down there now in Jasper too. <laughs> the ghost down in Jasper. That is your <laughs> memoir. It is. I'll make the note of that here. <laughs> so, so. Um, Tillman's grand scheme. He's got this grand. He's willing to pay $95,000 to bring Dalton in to clean this place up so that his grand scheme, <laughs> his grand scheme of making this bar this amazing place can happen. Yes. Turns out pretty much that's just pulling the chicken wire down and just putting a new <laughs> sign up outside. Like that is the new double deuce. We did it. Well, you also got to change the, the profanity on the wall too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we can't good, paint over it though. We're good Buick. Uh, well, there's just too many Buick references. References in this movie. I, I I think that that was his number. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's that's my that. So for so for a good saying, for a he, good fuck. Yes. Call this number, right. but he changes it to a good Buick because he had a Buick to sell. I think he had a good fuck to sell. <laughs> Well, somebody else thought that. So, well, why, so why is he not selling it? Why is he not? I think, well, he's, he's got to, the double deuce. He's got to invest in this. You know, the, the bar is where it's at. He's trying to, like, kind of go in on it until he gets Dalton. And Dalton's like, well, it's got to be a classy place. He's like, oh, I better change that fucking number. Then. I better yeah, change better. it to a Buick. Eight six seven five three three zero nine. Okay, we're good. So, <laughs> By the way, did you know, do you know how they spell Tillman's name in this movie? It's like, yeah, it's... T-I-L-G-H-M-A-N. I'm pretty sure I've seen that on a pickle, pickle jar somewhere. Tilgman. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, Tilgman's. That's right next to the Worcestershire sauce. Yes. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, another thing I can't pronounce. It's yeah, like, Worcestershire. Oh, next to the Bochies, yeah. mustard. I don't know what that was going on. <laughs> well, you got anything else on scene three? Well, I just want to say, like, when he's in the Double Deuce, and he's it's like one of his first nights, maybe his second night, uh... Ben, Ben Gazzara, um, Frank Wesley. Wesley. He brings Wesley. he brings his goons in with his with Jackie Treehorn and <laughs> Jackie Treehorn. Thank you. You know when there's a bad guy. You know when when someone opens the door, that kicks open the door with like a group of three or four. Let's say kicks open the door and is just like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just looks menacing like that. I was like, oh, I think they're the bad guy. They might be the I'm bad guy. I'm pretty sure they're the bad guy. Classic and saloon door They move. definitely are. Yeah. Knife right boot. Oh, you got it. Knife right boot. Right boot. Band name, thank you. That was how we walked into that karaoke bar, though, I got to admit, though. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And I even said right We're boot. from Cedar Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to make it big in the town of L.A. <laughs> By the way, everyone in L.A. Um, was there to make it big, but they are all our servers and waitresses and karaoke uh, musicians, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, it was everybody, a good time. Everybody is doing something else in that town. As cliche it, as it is, that is the truth. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> I kind of love it, it. It is the state of broken dreams, and we were there. <laughs> By the way, I tried so hard. I Guys, I spent like an hour just like, with a room with my door closed and just going, think, think, Mike, think. How to tie in Wesley to Jackie Treehorn somehow in Big Lebowski? Couldn't do it. I'm so really? sorry. I couldn't do it. I tried. He dies. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I want him to be Jackie Treehorn reborn, but you know, Jackie Treehorn could be Wesley, but you don't want that. No, I don't want no, it. No, I get nope. that. I'm, that makes sense. I get it. All right, should we move on? Let's do, do it. it. Okay, so scene four, more of Wesley's goons show up, but the team at the Double Deuce is up to task. Dalton and Elizabeth share a passionate evening. At the dose, the next day, Dalton supervises the inventory arriving. Wesley's goons show up to stop the arrival of the liquor, and a fight breaks out. Wade Garrett himself arrives and helps Dalton. Dalton takes Wesley to meet Elizabeth that night. A few days later, with Garrett hanging out at the Double Deuce, Red's store is started on fire, and Wesley arrives with Jimmy to start more trouble. And again, another bar fight. Weird. I know. It's fun. Super strange. It's to the point where I don't know what bar fight is at what point in the movie. But you can tell this one because it has my favorite line that I chuckle at every single time. And there'll just be like, they finish up and they fight and they got the the right boots all out and... (laughs) You know the, the they got the, their the matching guy, shirts. You know, uh, thick Swayze as I call him. He's like he's all tussled up, and he did his job too. And uh, but then you just get this in passing. It's like, oh hey doc, and you just hear this guy go, damn good fight. That was a damn good fight. I came here to get me some good fights in tonight. And just so like, it, so <laughs> would you go to a bar if you knew you were going to be safe and they had the best bouncers in the whole world and you knew your table was not going to get someone thrown on it and your drink was going to be fine? Yeah. And like that was part of the experience was to watch guys come in and be like, we're here to fight. It's my question. Fight? Like, why, Would you go to that? Absolutely. Like, why are, are these people going there just for this reason? Because so. like, if, if you're like by the pool tables... You're probably fine unless those brothers are there. Oh, unless the brothers are there. Yeah, Watch unless out. their brothers are there, like that's really fine. But go. like that is that not the appeal of this whole entire bar? I think there's. And so like when yeah. when Dalton comes in, he's taking that away. <laughs> essentially, true. see, he's a bad guy, guys. He's a bad guy. You think Dalton's a ba- the I main think- character, the main protagonist? Is he a bad guy. Is trying to, and even Doc says so. It's like they send a lot of business my way. She, he's trying to shut down her business. Ooh, he's trying you to know? shut down the hospital. You're right. You know? He doesn't love her. You see it now. We're getting it no, going. No, no, no. I think. <laughs> I, okay. No. From standards that I've seen in movies, from every time I've watched a movie, the tens of thousands of movies that I've watched. Yeah. <laughs> The protagonist is usually the good guy. All right, well, th- th- riddle me this, okay? Let's talk about Wesley. Oh, he's such a bad guy. Oh, he's... Well, okay, so he's, uh, he's a Korean war vet, okay? Okay. He's Great. an entrepreneur. He's a philanthropist, He brought obviously. the Applebee's to town. See, he brought Applebee's. <laughs> he's a photo man. He's bringing J.C. Penney. I mean, ask anyone. He's, he's bringing them here. J.C. Penney. He is, he is making this town into something great, okay? What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. But you, Go, that's I'm just saying. And this and apparently he's the bad guy. Oh, because I have a helicopter, I'm a bad guy. Yes. Like if you have a helicopter, you're a shithead. 
That's the rule. I think, yeah. If you, so any news company out there, you suck. Okay. <laughs> but explain to me, what, what does Wesley... Okay, before we finally established that he had a thing for Elizabeth at, yeah. at this yeah. point. But before that, he wanted Dalton gone. Why? He's getting money from businesses in town. So if the double deuce does well, he makes more money. Am right. I correct? I why is right. he mad that Dalton's in town? Yeah, this isn't working out, Dalton. You're just like, why? Why? Because why is it a money. He cleaned up the double deuce. Yeah. People in Ferraris are showing up yeah, now. Exactly. To Jasper, Missouri. You don't want more Ferraris showing up. You just want to cruise around in your Mustang, I guess. It's just. I mean, that's hateable. That's very, very, well, very. Well, that hateable. is a hateable quality, but I'm just saying, you know, he's a. You know, leisure. Leisure. Yeah, Maybe he didn't see him on the road. Yeah. I mean, that, he's old, might have some cataracts or something, you never yeah, know. Yeah. So, so right. the, the, the doctor shows up at the bar during the fight. In her picnic dress. Convenient. <laughs> she just shows up ready for a picnic after, after seeing Dalton just lay work. Hey, I was naked before I came here, and I just went through the park and scooped up this blanket. And then I crafted this dress. Weird. Yeah. Pretty cool like that. There you go. Um, and they're just hanging out, and they're having a good time. Does she just get so too dramatic for you guys, like, right away? It's just like, well, somebody's got to do it. And it's like, might as well be you. We've known each other for 45 (laughs) minutes collectively, including my wait time at the hospital, okay? Like, it's it's not that serious there, Doc, okay? It's not that serious. But I know you're not a nice guy. You might might start thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. Gives eyes. I'm not. And it's just like, no, somebody wants the double D, and it's not the double deuce. It's, right. it's the Dalton Dong, okay? Dalton Dong. The Dalton Dong is, is on our Hashtag Dalton Somebody's Dong. after the Dalton D. AJ Vens, everybody. <laughs> Come on, give it up. You know you want that Dalton dick. <laughs> the and Dalton Dong? Comes, yeah, the Dalton Dong. Oh, you mean this Dalton Dong the, right there? <laughs> is that him? Sean, you want to analyze this scene? Okay, let's get to here. Sean, right. Sean's got a segment. It's called Sean's Sean Pri- Sex Sean segment. Pryor's I wish I had a... like the John Madden like circles yeah. that I could draw. Scene by scene. So, Sean by Sean right here. So I want, I want you guys to know. I just First of all, I want to normalize. I want to normalize feeling each other's tits right. in foreplay because that's what they do. They're like, okay, she, he's feeling her tits. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm doing this right in front of you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's feeling her tits. He's like, oh, my God. And he starts getting his tits feeling. And he's like, oh, I think I like that. Like, I think he's f- finding out a new fetish right then and there. So that's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> he found out a new one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I want you guys to know that she is safe up against this wall because in the making of this, they heavily padded her back. But also, do you guys know who Bill Murray is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So a fun fact so about this movie. This is that whenever he sees this movie on TV, because it's on TV a all lot. All the time. Yep. As we do TNT, TBS. TBS. All, all in the family. Yeah. Right after All in the Family. Um, <laughs> this, when this scene comes on, he call, he's very good friends with her actual husband in real life. <laughs> whenever this scene comes on, he calls him up and says, hey, I don't know what's going on with your wife right now, but she's getting pretty railed next to a fireplace, and it seems pretty dangerous. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is having a good time, or whatever. Uh. And he got his brothers in on it to do the same thing. Whenever they say, this movie's on, this movie's on right now. If you go home, this movie is on. Bill Murray is leaving that message right now. He is now. calling her right now. 
Just so you know, like, he, but she's safe. She's very safe. She's got some. Safe, she's got some padding place. in the back. Yeah, apparently she needed more protection from the back, not the front. Apparently, one hundred percent. Are they? Are they fucking here? I think there's, no. No, I think it's just. It's, or it's just kind of like. Yeah, it's a dance move. Back then, again, I'm sorry. There this were books weird. on this. Yeah, and it's just it's it's just called um, it's called playful rubbing. Is that what you do? I think that's what they refer to it as. <laughs> Is that as. what you we, just. Uh, Miyagi style. You want to come over this here and Miyagi demonstrate with style. me? You want to come right here and demonstrate? Nope. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is our last live podcast, everybody. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> well, fun, so, fun fact, though, uh, the song that is playing is These Arms Are Mine by Otis Redding, which is the exact same song playing during the love scene in Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? The Hell exact yeah. same song. Well, I hope it. I hope it goes for like a really long time, because otherwise, <laughs> like, because they're like they had the audacity to think like, oh, I'll tune it to a radio station. Oh, good, there's a love song, and instead they're just gonna get like, uh, they better be like locked into that 30 minute free ride. Z102.9 coming down here from uh, Double Deuce. Where, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're about to get, welcome back to the best tracks on wax when you're trying to get your pickled with your cucumber, the main bad guy's ex squeeze under the stars and trees. Look no further than Nutter Butter Bittersquish. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging songs guaranteed to last longer than thee. Or your next call-in request is on me. Next up is When I See You Smile by Bad English. Boom! <laughs> AJ Benz, everybody. I lost the mood. I lost the mood. And you're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So if if I if I meet a girl, I already have met a girl. My wife, beautiful wife Molly, thank Hell God she yeah. left. This, was, this was dangerous. Uh, if if I ever, let's just say I ever was divorced from Molly and then I was dating. This is a hypothetical world. Very hypothetical. It's, I'm getting to the joke. It's not going to happen. Hypothetical. Let's say wait, I wait, did. Wait, what's hypothetical mean? <laughs> I don't know. Not real. Let's, okay, say, let's say I had a friend named Wade Garrett who was played by Sam Elliott, and I met a girl. The last thing I would do is introduce her to him. That is the last thing <laughs> I would saying. ever do. If I'm like, finally, I found the one. Here, meet my fucking silver fox friends. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, I'm pretty sure, does his hair with pure pussy juice. And I think she she does her hair with just just his jizz, I think. But 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 Sam Elliott does his hair with just sand. Just like sand from the road, just like gravel and dirt, but it's sexy somehow. It's like if he flicked it on you, you'd get stained by it. You know how we have to check the box that says explicit when yeah. we release our it's podcast episodes? Now it's like triple Is there two X. That like we can it's check? like you have to like double X. I'm so sorry. Like, are you Sue. sure you want to listen to <laughs> I have to apologize. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Sue. She's right there. She's watching. At least all of our parents are here. <laughs> Oh, but, but I mean, for real, though, like Wade Garrett is a specimen and the way he dances and the way he's just like sweet talking her. But then my favorite part is then they go next day. They're at the bar. Another fight's going to break out. Another fight. And that's of when course. that's when the blonde girl, Wesley's blonde girl shows up. And the best part is Wade is like been here before. And he starts putting his hair up in a ponytail. Oh, dude, I I'd never noticed that as a kid, though. He like he knows he's like, well, this is going to lead to a fight. And he starts pulling up his sleeves and his hair goes in a ponytail. I thought that was a cool aspect. Well, you know, it was just it was just Jeff Healy that queued it up. Banana, banana. <laughs> hey, Elvis, play another song. Elvis, play something, Elvis. They don't stop for a damn thing. 
Like if you if there was a like literally if there was a fire next door, they wouldn't stop. That that's actually happened. That actually in this happened movie. in this movie. Yes. If there was a, a murder on the floor, I think they that probably happened at the Double Deuce. It, it, yeah. Hey man, they Before get paid Dalton, to play music, not stop playing. Music. I hear that, and he can't see what's going on. <laughs> no one's telling him anything. He's completely blind in, in a metaphorical standpoint, is what I'm saying, but also very physical too. He's very blind. Yeah, the, very, very blind. Roadhouse Blues, baby. Keep your eyes on the wheel. Is your hands upon the street? Something like that. Yeah. Keep, I think that's how it goes. I think, I, you know. Have you ever I go down and have myself a, a beer? Yeah. Well, yeah. I we we've all been in bands. Hi, have my name's have Jeff, you ever? My name's Jeff Healy, and I can only hear. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it for us, you guys. Thanks, everybody. All right. Well, you sure to tip your waitress. I'm gonna I'm gonna quick switch. From that <laughs> you guys, we've all been in bands before. Have you ever been performing on stage when a fight broke out? No. Never. No. I think some people have and fallen. And I'm in a hardcore punk band, dude. So hardcore. My friend Anna is over here, and she used to work at a bar called The Hub where the Pork Tornadoes used to play. Uh -huh. And there was one time in particular, a fight broke out on the dance floor, and we stopped mid-song and just watched. <laughs> and, then, and then they like got him, and they, and they got him out, and then we just went, one, two, three, four, and right back into the spot where we were. That's the proper way to handle this. You do not keep providing a soundtrack. You stop and watch. Hell <laughs> yeah. And like one of these, too. Like make it like awkward. Yeah, you have to make it very awkward. <laughs> make it awkward. Don't provide a soundtrack. Just let them realize the mistake they've made. And then... then Was it the oh, song hey, Paper well, Rings by Taylor Swift? Probably. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you fight during that. That's cool. Oh, awesome. that's why you're mad. Cool. You're, no big you, deal. You have a problem. All right, last scene, boys. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right, so scene five, more chaos ensues around town for local business owners, and Wesley says he will stop if Dalton leaves town. Dalton refuses, and now Emmett's house is blown up. After saving Emmett, Dalton fights Jimmy and kills him. Wesley retaliates and tells him by flipping a coin to see whether Wade and Elizabeth dies and doesn't tell Dalton the outcome. Dalton tries to save Elizabeth, but Garrett is the one who, who Wesley kills. The devastated Dalton takes the knife and drives out to Wesley's place. Dalton defeats all of Wesley's goons before nearly killing Wesley himself. As Dalton turns his back, Wesley attempts to kill Dalton, but Red, Stoudemire, and Tillman arrive to kill Wesley. By the time the police have shown up, Red has hidden everyone's shotguns, and they all feign innocence. Wow. Oof. I just have to say one more thing about Sam Elliott. He's not dead yet, but he will die. Um... I, I like how he says, I ain't going to show you my dick. It's like well, the first thing he says to the bad guys. Yes. But then like when he's hanging out with Kelly Lynch, right. he's like, well, I'm not going to show you my dick, but I'll show you the scar next to my dick. The scar just, next to it. He's got his bush hanging out. Yeah, just the, oh, hey, there's all this moss just hanging out it's right fun. here. It's fun. And there it is. But, and, and by the way, he, apparently this is where Dalton got the no underwear rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bouncers don't wear underwear. It's, it's the unwritten it's, rule. It's too much of a flight risk, apparently. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I don't know. Good God. <laughs> Before Manscaped was around. <laughs> Brought to you by Manscaped. The lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> the lawnmower by my name. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, can I just say, though, I got I to gotta comment a little bit more on, on Brad Wesley's goons because all the stuff that he just makes them drive around and do seems like so just bullshit it's just like like he's got him going and picking up dalton to take him to his house right doesn't that happen earlier he yep like, he's like oh yeah tinker go out and go get him go get him now bring go him over get and go get him now 
He's oh, and oh, take the monster truck. And take, oh, yeah, take, here's the keys. <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, here's the keys. Here's the keys. Monster keys for monster truck. Okay. And, <laughs> but you're like, <laughs> I just think to myself, like, they show up, and he's like, he gets off, and they take him there. And Wesley's like, or uh, he's like, yeah, well, well, how much would it take? He's like, well, I don't want your money. I don't want your offer, blah, blah, blah. And then it just ends, right? But then you're like, well, but I need a ride back <laughs> to, to my... <laughs> yeah, your guys dropped me off. This is the ride not... I didn't think about that. The, the ride back, is that not cool? Or? You can swim across. I swim across. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is just around the, the, the river. The, I, the did, I legit <laughs> never thought about the ride there. <laughs> the ride. was like... 30 seconds. Like what, and what do they listen to? Like yeah. Phil Collins or something? Yeah. Like, Sue, Sue, Studio. <laughs> oh, I like this song. Oh, damn. You Didn't like I just kick your guys' ass like a week ago? Ooh, what, what is this? What, what song you got? <laughs> but then you also have the guys that are just sitting in the monster truck outside the double deuce. That's what I'm saying. And they're just sitting there. They're just like, they're just chilling. They're like, And oh. Dalton doesn't see doesn't the monster see him. truck. He doesn't see this. This, oh, let's just sit. In our, our so this it's very inconspicuous. Our monster truck. We'll just we'll just watch and uh, we'll just watch all the servers kind of struggle as we have to do our thing and bust up this bar. Yeah, yeah. But then they're still sitting there later on. And you're just like I just you just see them like they're just they've got to be buddies at this point, right? Yeah. Like the two they've goons. Got, yeah, they've just got to be sitting in that car for like. How's your wife, on, man? Oh, she's pretty good. Going on she's and good. they're just like doing buddy jokes. It's like <laughs> dig a hole. It's like you're right, right, right. It's like. Yeah, and then like shit in it or but something. But do we, do right? we do you, have to dig it or do you do it because you just dig she, the hole, man? I bet she in. could suck clean a Harley that's or right, whatever because, the hell he says. Yeah, that's right because you know because he's in deep shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Let, let, why are we sitting here? <laughs> why are we sitting here? Why in are this we here? monster truck? And then and then you have and then now it is it's the goons standing outside like it's some sort of John Mellencamp music video <laughs> with all these like just guns and like scratch and you're just hanging out with guns checking their sights and stuff like is that all they're doing they don't like, yeah do yeah, they we do show they up clock in I think they clock in yeah. do they clock do they it's go a to salary position I they think. go to they go to his house and clock in <laughs> the old the old ones are the, it's a bear paw. <laughs> All right. Time to go get our ass kicked. All right. Here we go. I'm the cool. fat one. No big deal. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> whatever his name guy? is. There there he is. Oh, where's the guy with suspenders? Oh, there he is. I still haven't learned his name, but no big deal. <laughs> I still haven't <laughs> learned no his, his name. name. Dude, yeah, there's, there's, there's bald, there's tall, there's... So is, uh, the, is this the fight of the movie, though? Is this the Jimmy Dalton fight? It's the house the explodes. Is this the one that we think of all the time? Is this the one, Sean? I believe you had some evidence you want to talk about. I just want to kind of break this down. Okay, you want to walk out front again? I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm gonna stand back here. <laughs> I just kind of want to break this down for the audience a little bit. This is where, this is where he says the line. Oh no! Can everyone say it? I, if they know it, I don't think they know it. Let's all say it together and do, disarm it, right? Okay. Like, Three, two, two one. one. I used, I used to, to fuck guys out. like you in prison. Okay, cool, because I forgot it. <laughs> Thank you, every single one of you, for participating and saying that line with us in this room. But, hey, just, at least he found the Lord in prison because he's got his little uh, cross here. Yes, you know yeah, what I mean? of course, no, of course. No he's got to have that. I just want to know, no, like, was that the, the first take? It, can't, it couldn't have been the first take. What do you mean? Because these guys... 
these guys were bitter enemies, like literally on set. They did not like each other at whatsoever. But after, yeah. like during this fight scene, they found each other's friendship. They found like, oh, you like, yeah, let's go this hard. Yeah, you know jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, I know jujitsu because I watched Matrix. Yeah, that hasn't been made yet. <laughs> All right. Um, but they found each other like they're friends to this day. Not anymore because he's dead. Oh. But. <laughs> It's okay, uh, Sean. You can move on. I'll get to my bit. I'll get to my we bit. We all have. I'll get to, I'll get to it. We've but I got to imagine, on. like, they, they were like, okay, take one. Take one. Let's do this. Like, you got, you got him? You right. got him? Like, take you, one. You got him. And action. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to kill you so bad. Cut. Cut. <laughs> nope. I don't like it. Do it try again. Try something else. Try, try something, something else. Yeah, yeah I mean, keep it badass. All right. Are you, but are try you good? something else. Are you good, Patrick? Are you good? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Action. <sighs> All right, say it to me again. Action. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear your head off and shit down your neck. Okay. Nope, cut. Nope, hey, cut. get a uh, nope. cosmetics, get some more blood on his lips. Uh, yeah, there you go. Can, okay. you, can we chafe Patrick's nipples a little bit more? Can yep. we do that? We're Thank good. Was right. that good? Was that, did you no, guys like that? We're going to keep going here. Nope. Why don't you try a couple more? Okay, a like couple really more. dig down, bro. Yeah, I want dig you down to deep. Find dig it. down deep. Find, find it. it. Find the line that we'll be talking about on a podcast in you 2022. You really don't like him. You really don't like him. Right, Keep uh, that in mind. You really don't. I really don't, don't like him. You don't like him. Okay. Or you do. But secretly. <laughs> use it. <laughs> All right. Places. Places. Use it. <laughs> White balance. We're White. good. Let's go. I'm good. I'm good. Quiet. Marker. Action. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Oh, cut, 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 cut. Wow. Got it. <laughs> you know what? I think we'll... uh, we'll uh Jack, check the tape. We'll probably pick it's one good. of those. We'll one of those? We'll probably pick one of those. Just right. stop doing it. We're good? Are That's you good, great. buddy? That's all great. right, all right. <laughs> Ooh, here's a prop. <laughs> give, me, give me Jimmy's throat that is ripped out. <laughs> I want that in a box. I want that in a box like you keep a baseball in. You like want a, that prosthetic? I want that. That's what I want. That's my <laughs> prop right. in this movie. What do you All got? All right. AJ, please. All right. Well, I, I, wanted, I wanted just the right boot. Um, but I feel like if you just got that, I know. You know what? I wanted, I also wanted Jeff Healy's guitar in this. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm going to go right boot. I'm right boot right with the right blade. Boot. I feel like it's, yeah. I feel like there's something you wear out to like Cobble yeah. Hill on the weekend, you know, And, just and I, don't, I don't own the other one. I don't own the left <laughs> one. I just have the right one, but I just still kind of. <laughs> it's, like, it's like shit, knife, right boot. <laughs> there comes AJ. You're just very careful about walking. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sean, what do you got, man? Uh... You know, I'm going to go Jeff Healy's perspective. Um, no, no, you can't. Have, no, just, it has to be the physical object. That's not just, how we do this. I just want that, like, audio that he has and what his, what his thoughts were going through his mind when a, when a monster truck was trashing an entire dealership. <laughs> dealership, right. I, there was right. No, there's was no, what was going through his head? I want, I want to know that, but it's I true. can't do that. That's a good um, point. Why was he there? What's happening? Okay, so a monster truck literally just 
crash through a car dealership and hit like four cars. Yeah, imagine being that's what that is. He's got his he's got his handlers. <laughs> just gonna say he's got a handler. Like he's got Dalton. His, he's got his friends. Dalton is his friends. They love each other. It's great. Um, I can't. I'm not, I'm not doing. Don't do it. It was. I think I'm gonna go the monster truck because it was a Bigfoot. It was like that's the from St. Louis. Bigfoot. That's my hometown, dude. Right. I, I saw that exact Bigfoot. Like that's where it came from, St. Louis, Missouri. Really? I have my photo probably like sitting in the wheel well, going. <laughs> like, like, probably, I, it's probably somewhere. My in mom the and dad wheel well. Yeah. I want. I want that in my trophy room of the movies that we've done. I want that like outside in my airplane hangar of vehicles Kay. collected from movies. Yes. All right. I like that, man. Yeah. So here's my biggest issue with this scene: is is Dalton literally just killed? guy he ripped his throat out which he's done before we're starting to learn he's got this patented move where he puts his hand like that and we know he's going to rip a throat out his his girlfriend is very smart money-making doctor that could have got him out of the business left him life is ruined the next morning he just drives into work <laughs> and walks in and's like the phone rings he's like Double deuce, this is Dalton. How can I help you? Like, he I, just walked right back into normal life like nothing had happened. I just feel like if your if you're Airbnb landlord, Emmett, has gotten his whole business blown up. Yeah. Yep. And but your place is fine, by the way. Your place yeah. is fine. Yeah. You just killed a guy. Your girlfriend's horrified. Just take a day. Just take a day. <laughs> Maybe one of those mental health days people just, keep talking about. Just, yeah, I've heard of one of those. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of those things, right? People keep talking about those. I'll take get there a day. I'll, I'll get that benefit. I don't know. Just, I'm just not just, there yet. He's like, oh, nobody's here. I'll answer the phone. Yeah. Well, See, this, but my point is, though, is how long was Wesley just sitting there on the phone? <laughs> 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 Babe, what are you doing? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not have a voicemail? Nope. <laughs> hey, this is Dalton here with the Double Deuce. Why don't you leave a message and we'll get back to you. Don't break the glass. <laughs> you think Dalton was on the voicemail? <laughs> that was part of his thing. That's was Dalton. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, I'm going to give you $95,000. Just will you put your voice on our voicemail, <laughs> please? But no, no, it's just... <laughs> all right, all right. What's, oh, is a phone ringing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's happening. And like, he's, Wesley's just got the time. He does. He's just got the time. Of course he's got the time. He's an evil villain, right? No. He's an evil villain. He's literally the antagonist to the protagonist. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on AJ here with this. Like, I, don't, I think Tillman's the bad guy. See? See? I think Tillman, Tillman I think should have gotten... I always do this. Should, if Tillman really wanted to clean up his place, he yeah. should have got the best. Wade he Garrett. got Wade Garrett. He didn't. He chose Dalton because he knew that Dalton would show up with his badass hot guy looks. Yep. And he would fuck everything up because Dalton's not the best. With his but Mercedes. That's yes. not Detroit cars. Yes. Yeah. And then he would. He knew that he would fall immediately. He'd get because he, he's not good. He would get knifed <laughs> up in a fight, which would lead him to the hospital, which would show Elizabeth, who only loves bad guys, because right. she used to love Wesley. And they will fall in love, and that will cause Wesley to get crazy, which will then cause Dalton to kill Wesley, which will then let Tillman and his bros take over the town. Tillman. Is what I think happened. Tillman and Emmett and, and Red. And Red. And, and, and Smogelberg. And yeah, Smogelberg. <laughs> Smogelberg. Come on down Stoudemire. to Smogelbergs. <laughs> I think I'm with AJ on this. I do think Tillman is technically the bad guy. He seems Tillman. very, like... On ominous, yeah. Everything he says is like, okay. Think about this. 
when he walks in, especially at the end, you know, we've gone through this like house of terror, this, this R-rated <laughs> Home Alone situation. <laughs> And like we've gone through all of this, and now we have a dead man who broke more glass falling through a coffee table. <laughs> and, and you're going to tell me that he strolls in with that shotgun, and he's like, this is our town, remember? <laughs> and then takes aim and puts it through him. Remember, meaning they, he maybe used to have the town, and That's Wesley right. showed up and took it. That's right. And now they're See? exacting their revenge. So I'm just saying. Thanks to dumbass Dalton. Can we also talk about how... <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dalton. Dalton. We knew he'd fuck it up. Can Double we also D talk Dalton. about how old man Ben Gazzara can take a hit more than anybody in this movie? Yeah, apparently he can. This... this he, Dalton literally just takes a guy's head and so breaks exciting. a table with it, and he's out. He's done. He can, he can you know, he, he does like two hits. He does the Tai Chi thing, and, yeah. they're, and they're done. This guy, Ben Gazzara, can take three shotgun blasts to the body and yeah. still be fine. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Is it like this T-1000, is a video game? dude. It's like the T-1000. It is. It, like, they, they looked like it. Yeah. I was all on board on this movie up until that. I hate the ending of this So movie. this is what the polar bear. I, I hate everything about, like, this is the worst fight scene. The cops finally show up <laughs> after two hours, and they're like, oh, shit, what happened? And, like, and here's what I don't get. I didn't get. see nothing. Here's what I don't get is because the cops were, the reason they have not shown up is because they're in Wesley's pocket. They show up now, and right. their lord and savior Wesley is dead? They're not letting these motherfuckers go. No. This movie is not like, oh, polar bear fell on me. <laughs> polar bear fell on me. Credits. Speaking of which, Let's right? go nude swimming in a lake. <laughs> can you, like, can you guys. I don't like it. Can you guys take another slight step back here and just okay. imagine Patrick Swayze behind this polar bear? It's just like. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like a gonna, loser. He's like, yeah, got him. <laughs> I just, I just hate, I hate, like, they would have, they would have literally kept them all there and been like, time out. We are, we're getting in the security cameras. This is not. This is a rich motherfucker. He's yeah. got security cameras. We're finding the guns. We're getting your fingerprints. You're all going to jail. That's right. It's, it's this not. This is not a happy ending. It's not going to end up with like, oh, somebody just died. Oh, polar bear. <laughs> He's got suspenders. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. Oh. I also, didn't see nothing. Well, did you see nothing? I didn't see nothing. Yeah, okay, well, we're all going downtown. Of like everybody, that. of all the goons that were, like, a part of his clan, he's the one that survives. That's what I'm saying. God damn it. Tinker? What's yeah. going on? Tinker's the worst. He's taken out by a polar bear. Yeah. <sighs> he doesn't have a life after this. No. No, 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 no. My favorite thing, though, if uh, is the to the finish of this, is after all this, Patrick Swayze is just completely content just going skinny dipping <laughs> in the river. And by the way, he, bl- he, he brought along his blind friend, and his blind friend, Jeff Healy, is just sitting there like, you guys aren't getting naked again, are you? <laughs> he was there? <laughs> he was there on the bank. He's just there sitting. Why? And there's like, and then Dalton just goes, and like, aha! Hey, I know my best friend just died, but I love swimming. I know my best friend just died, and the guys, a couple people's places just got blown up. Your uncle's uh, place just blew up. It's not a big deal. Let's go swimming. Let's go swimming. Because a polar bear fell on the guy. And Jeff Healy's just blind, and he can't see all the just dancing Dalton Dawn. Again. So, he can hear it. The triple D. D. (laughs) You can can hear that Dawn flip and flap. I'm telling you. (laughs) Come on now. You can hear it. Uh, <laughs> that's what's going on. You guys got anything else you want to say about this? I'm good. I'm cool, bro. All right, we have dissected this movie with a modern 
disgusting <laughs> eye. With a, uh, with a weird eye. I don't know if we'll ever do this again. Uh, AJ, what is your modern day rating of this movie? This, this is still such a fun movie to watch. Like, it's so fun to watch. And like, the, but the problem is, is, do you rate it as a fun movie to watch or do, as a movie That's as, the problem. as cinema, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, if, if, if- I think it's both, dude. I think you've got to find this nice balance, um, even though sometimes you wish you could be Jeff Healy and just not have to watch it. But the-, the the subtle, end of it, though. Subtle jabs for a legendary... The, 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 he's the literally legend. our favorite character of this movie. Favorite We've been character. jabbing the whole movie. What are we doing? Because he'd be up here doing it with us, man. Okay? You're right. Um, I sure hope so. But, but no, like, it, it's, it's a super fun watch. And I, but I've got to watch it with my buddies. Um, and... It's not. It's not like a, a. It's not like a picture of cinema, right? So what was I? I was at a six point nine. You were a six point nine. Yep. And um, so I think I am going to take this to a six point one. Where I'm at. I know. <laughs> An it's audible okay. eh. It's okay. Sean, what about you, man? What was I nostalgic? You were nostalgically an eight. Wow! Holy shit. <laughs> um, kids, right? Uh, all right. Trench yeah. coats, bro. Trench coats, am I right? I forgot um, that like four right. hours ago you put on a trench coat. That was awesome. <laughs> I I feel I feel AJ is very apt in his assumption of this movie where you like there's two there's two modes to watch this movie. There's the watch it with your friends in a backyard while drinking beer while there's a fire going on and maybe listening to Jeff Healy in the background. I don't know. There is that, and that no. is a ten. Yeah. That is an eight to ten for me. <laughs> right. That is a great time. But when you're watching this for a podcast four times in a row in the past two days, I never want to watch this movie ever again and unless it's in a backyard while there's a fire going on. And there's beers. Sort of but, like at Cedar Ridge right now. So from a 10 to I never want to watch this again, I got to go. I'm a, I'm a 6.3. You beat me on this? 6. I'm sorry. 6.3. That sounded like it was going to be worse. I got to admit to you. Uh, rewatchability is a huge part here because um, it is a very rewatchable movie. We've it done is. this our whole lives. It's yeah. just like, oh, Roadhouse. Yeah. Cool, Roadhouse. Well, we well, saved Roadhouse to do it here. We saved it specifically for this. Rewatchability is through the roof on this. I will still yeah. keep watching it. But the plot itself is just so bad. That it's good. I mean, like, the, this is the quintessential, it's not the best bad movie that no. we've done, but it's, it's high up there. I think the best bad movie that we've done so far is Bloodsport. Yes. Uh, so, like, I have to come slightly under what I gave Bloodsport. So I'm a 5.9. Okay. Executive producer David Gould says, it has been decades since I've seen this movie, so sitting down to watch it again was quite the journey, leaving me with more questions than answers. Why destroy all the surrounding businesses but not the double deuce? What is Brad Wesley's motive? The man seems rich from legitimate companies. He's not running drugs, so he's just mad because they fired his nephew and he likes playing the mobster. But admittedly, this movie is still a good time. Patrick Swayze is an absolute man rocket. I yeah. love that reference. 100%. There is a good balance of humor to action. And the underlying love story doesn't feel forced or rushed at all. The only thing missing was my mother's thirsty comments. 
So my modern day rating has to be a 7.2. Damn, dude. That takes us to a 6.38. Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay. 6.38 takes us still pretty low. 6.38 is what I said. Uh, That is (laughs) slightly worse than Tremors. Slightly better than Christmas Vacation. Better, better, Better than Vacation? And slightly better than Bloodsport. Oh wow! Mm, How do you feel about oh, that? Wow, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I, I do. I love you know the entire Mentos commercial of Bloodsport. <laughs> yes, I do. But at the same time, uh, <laughs> you, know you know what, what Bloodsport Ma- didn't have? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yep. That's right. Hundred percent. His head fucking chongly. And that's that's what puts it over the top there. <laughs> Not well, another reference. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being here with us. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. It's spooky season, so we will be yeah, here. Dude. We're doing the Lost Boys, followed by Evil Dead, which was chosen directly by our Patreon members in a vote. Also, if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. We did the top five fall episodes. All right, so, yeah. top it. five fall movies of all time. It's a nice part of the season. Go back, listen to that. Yes. And don't forget, we have a voicemail. Call 319-804-9596. Here is today's caller. All right, look here, you little sick turds. You keep telling us to go back and listen to the old episodes, and I did. I went back to my favorite movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. You some bitches. How do you go 9.4 and 10 and not a single person say 9.95? That's very true. Sir Corey Feldman yells it off the roof at the end of the movie, and not a one of you some bitches said 9.95. Love the podcast. And there's a song 9.95. <laughs> what, what is the wrong? What is wrong with us? He made a song. We there, no, up. there's a song on the soundtrack. This 9.95. I'm stuffed up. We messed allergies. up. That, that is. We messed up. I'm normally a good singer. Yeah, I'm very sorry. That's why we do this. It's so we can have people call in and say. You messed up. Yeah. That's it. So I Well give it. us give give us the outro of this episode, then we're gonna talk to our amazing fan base after that. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you got? What do you got, AJ? How can everybody listen to us? Guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. You can always find us on any popular podcast platform. Confused Breakfast at Confused Breakfast on just about any social media platform you can look for. But first and foremost, just go to confusedbreakfast.com for all the pertinent links and information on the show and what we do. You can go to that same link and buy our merch. That means shirts. That means mugs. That means probably hats. I think maybe hoodies. I don't know. You got. I it. don't know what's on there. You can go look on confusedbreakfast.com and look at our merch. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun. And the best way to support us is to share this to your friends or go to patreon.com/confusedbreakfast to support the podcast, listen to bonus episodes, join us on the Discord, vote on movie episodes. I think that's about it for us, our studio audience. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.